Welcome to Joy Sounds, music you need to know, presenting the brightest emerging and breaking artists. This podcast is about who's next and who you will want to follow. And who knows, you might discover your next favorite artist. Here's your host, Chris Sampson. Thank you so much, and welcome to another episode of Joy Sounds, music you need to know. Today, I'm very happy to welcome singer-songwriter Samantha Teeger to the show. They always caution people about dating a songwriter because it's highly likely that you'll become the subject of some of their songs. And that's certainly the case with Samantha Teeger, who weaves her own personal stories and insights into relationships into the songs that make up her self-titled debut EP. We'll talk with Samantha not only about her songwriting, but also her equal passion for languages, and how her EP has an atmospheric, dreamy soundscape that provides the ideal backdrop for her well-crafted lyricism. During the episode, we'll hear three tracks from Samantha's EP. We'll hear Losing My Mind, Whirlwind, and Eyes Wide Open. So let's begin today's show with Losing My Mind by Samantha Teeger on Joy Sounds. They say it's a give and take you took and I gave taste so sweet then the First the fall, then the break I've been through The kind of storms they write about And I could use A little calm right now I can't take one more break
And that was Losing My Mind by Samantha Teeger. And it is my pleasure to welcome to Joy Sounds, Samantha Teeger. Samantha, how are you? I'm great, Chris. How are you doing? I'm doing so good. I love the sound of Losing My Mind, that song that we just got to hear. It's such a rich production value, very, very lush. Tell me a little bit about how you came up with the song. And then I want to kind of talk a little bit about how you sculpted the actual sonics of it. But how how did the writing of the song come about? Someone ended things with me very suddenly and out of the blue. And I think I was just so surprised and frustrated and confused in that moment. And I think that that frustration came from investing so much time and energy into somebody and then not being able to really control how or when it ended. Mm. And I just remember I was actually coincidentally leaving for Nashville in the morning to do a write. And I wrote the line that night, um, that I can't take one more breakup, that lyric and melody, and went into my co-write and said, like, you know, I have this cool idea for the opening of the song, for the verse. And then my collaborators were like, oh, that's your chorus. <laughs> so it really was like kind of a very cool team effort Um, And I'm so proud of how the song turned out. It's interesting how the creative process works with songwriting, that it is nonlinear. What you think is a verse becomes your chorus. What you thought was your bridge becomes your verse. And it seems like you had that experience where you weren't quite sure what you had or where it fit in, but it, 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 it revealed itself. Exactly. And I think I wrote and recorded solo for a while at the beginning of my career. And I've just really had such good experiences diving into the co-writing process. And I love it because ideas come up that you wouldn't have thought of. And it's just, it's so much fun. And I think you can build such special connections with people through the process. So this song was literally lifted right from a personal experience that you were going through in the moment, right? The day after the personal experience. So (laughs) perfect timing for my (laughs) co-write. Is that sort of how you approached most of the songs on your debut EP? Absolutely. So songwriting for me really is a way for me to work through my experiences. So it's harder for me to just sit down and think of something to write about. I always find myself grabbing my guitar as soon as something happens. It's a great way for me to work through that, understand it, and just kind of make sense of what I'm going through at the time. Songs are very personal, super personal. However, at the same time, I know that all of us have had that relationship that sort of ends abruptly or without warning and everything. So it really does seem like you're able to put it in that light so that the listener gains insights and uh, appreciates it from their own vantage point. Definitely. And that has been the coolest thing about releasing this music is having people message me on social media and saying like, I went through a breakup recently and this song really resonated with me. So that is such a special experience to have with listeners when they can really connect to the message. In listening to your songs, it really seems like you're taking a great deal of care with the lyrics. And it seems like you might have a particular appreciation or experience with languages and such, because I, I can hear that level of craft in your lyric writing. So my two passions really in life are music and language. Mm. And I always thought that they were such separate passions until recently I realized how connected they were. In middle school, high school, college, I studied Latin, Spanish, French. Um, That was actually my major in college. I realized the core of it is really just the desire to connect with people. And I think that language and music are such 
cool and beautiful ways to have that human connection. And so I just, I love both of those things so much. I used to write um, in Spanish and French songs, really enjoyed that. And I've stopped doing that, but I think I might try to bring that back maybe in the form of covers. Um, so I think that would be kind of a fun thing to explore. Even if somebody like myself who wouldn't necessarily understand things on a word-to-word basis, it sets a different mood when it's in a different language, doesn't it? Definitely. And just each language has such different elements to it, different vocabulary and grammatical aspects that you get to play off of. So I think that's a really neat thing to explore in the songwriting process. You had already mentioned that your writing process gets sparked by you grabbing a guitar. But so much of what I'm hearing on this EP is piano-based. So what happens there? Is there is there sort of a translation or a transition that takes place between the writing and then the production? So funny, because I actually think the piano really suits my voice and style of writing, but I don't know how to play the piano. And I just purchased my first one, so I'm going to learn how to play. But I, I only play guitar, so what I do is I write all of my songs on guitar, take them to the, to the studio and ask my collaborators to to set it up on piano. So yeah, it's definitely time for, for me to learn. You know, maybe it's working for you. Maybe this <laughs> maybe this uh, sort of starting on guitar and, and moving it to piano. My guess is, is that the song transforms quite a bit, right? Because it, it the voicings are different, how, how it's approached is different. So it, the song probably goes through an evolution. It does. The mood immediately changes. But sometimes I even picture the song being played on piano, but I'll still write it from guitar. So I love seeing that evolution of when my collaborators start to play the piano. And it's like, yeah, this is really what I envisioned in my head. Again, from what I pick up in the EP, there's a, a, a sonic quality that's very dreamy. It's very lush. I think you could describe it as chill uh, yeah. if you'd want. And is that sort of a reflection of who you are as a person as well? Are we also kind of getting some insights into your demeanor? And uh, are you kind of have that sort of dreamy, chill vibe to you? Yeah, I think so. That's a really interesting way to put it. And I really hadn't thought about it reflecting me as a person before, but I I think it does. And I think that's a really cool way to, to put it. And it's funny because a lot of my major influences, you don't necessarily hear that same melody or lyrical style in my songs. Like I'd say some of my main influences are Brandy Carlisle and the Beatles and the Beach Boys. Then I've really been inspired by some of the more modern chill pop, like Ella Voss, that kind of style. And so I think you can kind of get like a mix of maybe subtle um, hints of all of those different influences, either from like a lyrical or melodical standpoint. But I really did try to find a way to make it my own as well. And I had it like an awesome, awesome team that I was working with too. I created the whole EP with Ed O'Donnell, which was a wonderful experience, and then just had this like awesome team of incredible writers and producers that collaborated on all of the songs. So I'm, I'm so lucky to have had this team. Um, it was such a positive and really amazing process. The next song that you're going to share with us, Whirlwind, is actually one of the more up-tempo tunes. But tell us a little bit about this song. Is there a backstory to it? Absolutely. So this song really is about a whirlwind romance and just kind of the, I can't believe that this is happening to me message. And um, it was about this person who was visiting from the other side of the world. And so I really just tried to capture the excitement and kind of fun energy of a relationship like that 
And kind of like what we were talking about earlier, I started the song on acoustic guitar as kind of a ballad, had a very acoustic-y, ballady feel. And we got into the studio um, as a team and kind of put down this amazing beat. And it was so unexpected, but so cool and just gave this amazing new energy to the song. And I think it worked perfectly because it did really capture the message of like, my head is spinning. Mm -hmm. And I think, so I'm so excited about where it ended up. Does the person who you wrote this song about know that you wrote this song? Yeah. I I have this terrible (laughs) habit of... (laughs) I always have to, I don't want to pry, but I always find it interesting, so... I have a terrible habit of sending songs to people when I when I write them. And I just think like it's a kind of a thrill for me. And then also I just think life is too short to not share your feelings. When I write a positive song, I will send it to the person. If it's oh, negative, okay. I'll, I'll spare them. <laughs> okay. So for whoever this is written for out there, I hope you appreciate it showing up on Joy Sounds. <laughs> this is Samantha Teeger with Whirlwind on Joy Sounds. And that was Whirlwind by Samantha Teeger off of her self-titled debut EP. 
And it definitely seems like there's this theme of relationships that run through the EP, but you see relationships from pretty much every angle throughout the six-song EP. It's like you get a dose of the exciting, the downsides, the upsides of relationships. It looks like you really painted a complete picture. Yeah, so I think a lot of times I can write three or four songs about the same experiences as I go through different stages of emotions. I have written songs from kind of the angle of frustration or anger or sadness as I go through those different grief stages. So you told us a little bit about your influence and background in languages. That was what you majored in. You said romance languages in college. But what was your musical background? My dad is a guitar player and writer, and my grandmother was a writer. She wrote songs and plays, and I really grew up with the Beatles. So in my childhood home, um, there are photos on the walls of all of my family members, and then John Lennon and Paul McCartney. So they are really held to like the same level of importance um, as my family. <laughs> Paul was actually my second concert. Oh, wow. Which was, yeah, incredible. And in high school, my friend Amelia and I would go see these very prolific singer-songwriters every week. Ingrid Michaelson, Joshua Radin, Katie Herzig, Brandi Carlisle. We'd drive hours to see all of these artists, and I was just immediately so inspired. And one day, we actually drove to a Walmart and saw a then 16-year-old Taylor Swift play her songs for a small audience before she kind of took off. And I was 14. And so I thought, wow, this girl's 16 and making it happen. Like, I think I'm going to I'm gonna try to start now as a 14-year-old. That was probably like a turning point because a lot of the songwriters that I had listened to were older. And so I just didn't think it was something that was feasible for me yet at that moment as a high schooler. And that really changed my thinking. And you yourself, you recently made the move to Nashville. I did. I did. And I love it so much. So I've been back and forth for years um, between my hometown, Cincinnati, and Nashville, and finally made the move. And I just think it's such a friendly city. It's so inspiring. Everybody truly wants to support each other, and you really feel that here. So I don't think that you feel this like sense of competition. It's more like, hey, let's lift each other up and help each other and connect each other. And I love that. And I'm so thrilled to be part of it. Hopefully, when we're on the other side of COVID, are you going to hope to get out and start playing live there as well? Definitely, definitely. I'd love to start being part of the writer's rounds and play some venues and um, I think it is such a special experience to be able to connect with people in that live setting. Um, so it's it's so crazy that, you know, it's not happening now. But um, yeah, I really hope on the other side of it to be able to do that. I, I've been talking to a lot of artists during quarantine times, and mostly I've been just incredibly inspired by how they've found a way mm -hmm. to stay in contact with their audience, to be creative, and they've done it in a lot of different ways. Have you found that this has been a really valuable time for your writing or for your recording? How have you spent it? Definitely a valuable time for writing. I think when this all started, um, I didn't feel inspired. I felt kind of hopeless about where things were and just completely understandable. Down. Yeah, completely understandable. Yeah. And then as time went on, um, I think the inspiration hit and I'm so glad that that happened. I've had a lot more time in my apartment to spend writing than a lot of Zoom writing with other people in Nashville. So it'll be really nice to see all of their faces in person, hopefully soon. And then just trying to connect with fans on Instagram, on Facebook and having conversations with them and sending them um, one of the coolest things I've been asked is like, hey, can you send me the lyrics and chords to these songs so I can play them? And I'm like, oh, gosh, that's such an honor that 
like they want to spend their time um, learning the songs. So I've made some really cool connections um, with my listeners in that way and just love that. I know a lot of songwriters who have now had to go to the Zoom collaborations, which has its ups and has its downs. How have you been able to navigate that? Has, has that been okay for you? It's been okay. I think the most major thing is that there is a delay, a little bit of a delay. So it's hard to like harmonize, for example. But I think it's gone a lot more smoothly than I had anticipated. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Luckily, I have a setup here to do my vocals and so um, I think it's gone as well as it as well as it can be going because you're writing about such personal topics it is a little nicer you know to be face to face with a writer um, when you're talking about these kind of deep experiences but I think that the writers here really are finding a way to make it work and um, to really still bring that magic to a session and then one of the really cool things that came out of the ep is there's a song on it called close my eyes and i wrote it last year in 2019 about friends and family in other states that i was distanced from and it really brought me joy and comfort to think about them when i felt lonely i just can't believe that this pandemic hit a year later and it just really brought on a whole new meaning of thinking about people and having those thoughts bring you comfort when you're not near them again been really neat to see how people have connected to that song in a new way now that we all kind of have to be physically distanced um, so that's been really special. That's great that the song can have new meaning depending on the relevant times. And, and it's so important for us to have those touch points to get us through because this, had, this hasn't been easy for anybody. Definitely. And I, I think that music really can be there in a way um, that's just so helpful. So it's been nice for me to have writing to kind of get me through it and then to have the personal connections with listeners um, so that we can kind of work through it together. It's really, yeah. it's really special. So what's in store and what's in the future for Samantha Teeger? <laughs> you know, I just want to keep doing what I did on my debut EP, which was writing about experiences that are really special and emotional for me and write them in a way that other people can connect with. So I want to want to keep going, keep writing and releasing music. Good. Sounds like a plan. And uh, maybe we can get you from a 100 person audience to a 100,000 person audience, just like the same trajectory you saw <laughs> Taylor you. Swift, right? I so appreciate that encouragement. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> well, you already mentioned Close My Eyes, which appears on your debut EP. But you also have the next song that we're going to feature on Joy Sounds, which is Eyes Wide Open. So <laughs> so we've got we've got both sides of the eyes here going sides. on. Right, right. No. But eyes wide open is a is a very different subject matter. And once again, I'm gonna I'm going to go out on a limb and anticipate that this is probably about somebody specific. Yes? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> How did I this know? This is one of those ones same person as losing my mind, but just in a different period, a different stage of the relationship. <laughs> okay. All right. Whoever you are out there, are you listening? Okay. You need <laughs> need to hear this stuff. So. so this I wrote about the idea when you're seeing someone and you see so much potential as far as where it could go and the other person is just not on the same page. And I think at the time I thought, wow, this person and I have so much in common. This could be such a good thing. And they just had one foot out the door the whole time. And that's where the idea came from. And I think my favorite part of the song is the high vocal parts um, in the chorus because I think that they really kind of highlight 
the desperation of that message. Um, so I just, I really like how those vocals really complement the lyrics. So yeah, this song was a fun one to write. And while we are sorry that you went through that challenging relationship, um, we are grateful to this guy because of all these songs that it produced. <laughs> me so. too. Honestly, me too. <laughs> Not easy, but we got some great songs out of the deal. So Exactly. Exactly. I'm grateful now. <laughs> That's fantastic. And Samantha, this has been a pleasure getting a chance to meet you. This has been so wonderful. Thank you so much again, Chris. I just so appreciate it. And to wrap up today's episode, this is Eyes Wide Open by Samantha Teeger on Joy Sounds. I don't want to feel like this anymore. I'm tired of feeling torn because I want you. I don't want to be out here on my own.
Be sure to subscribe and follow Joy Sounds wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us on all social media platforms using the handle at Joy Sounds Music. Are you an artist who would like to be on the show? Visit the contact page of our website at joysoundsmusic.com for more information. Until next time, this is Joy Sounds, music you need to know. Thank you.